lights on my radar. Life in my palms, we unite through the chaos. Tell them to obey ours. My cerebellum throwing rebellion from ARs. The day I have a JR, I tell them to work for God only and quit his day job. What's good, everybody? What's good? Welcome back to yet another episode of Off the Strength, where we're giving you the inside look into all things wellness culture. I'm a trainer called Tony, and of course, with me, I got some gentlemen of Extraordinary League. Guys, let's go around the table and introduce ourselves, please. You got KR Jones is in the building. What's going on? You're a trainer, Corey, spreading that love. I love that, Corey. Your boy, Troy Brooks, in the building. I'm also spreading that love. Yeah, look spread that. that love. Make sure your love is spread today. It's the goddamn Brooklyn Way. Mo Wet and Alizé keeps me pissy. That's how we're trying to come hey. in. Off, hey! <laughs> off the rip. Wait, wait. Tony got a cup in his wait, hand, by the way. I don't that was know if that's coffee. You had a Mo Wet and Alizé weekend? Where do you... Is Alizé still for sale? Can you still get that? Know. Yeah, that's you, how you, you make you the can. Incredible Hawk. You, you mix can. it with the Henny. I'm going to go ahead and let all y'all know, if I have a Mo Wet and Alizé weekend, something yeah. has gone severely wrong in my life plan. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, no shade to anybody that is pulling up like that, but that's just not how I move. This, so, this, this is how you know I'm bougie. It, damn it, it's Moe. It's not mm, Moet. It's Moe. Nah, mm. fuck that. We made it popular. It's Moet. <laughs> <laughs> it's Cristal. It's, they, I ain't using none of the proper terms. We made it popular. Fuck all that shit. Pronounced the T. It's like you getting all these syllables. Yeah. <laughs> if we made it pop, now nah, we take credit for what it. We want to do with it. <laughs> What's good, y'all? How y'all feeling today? Yo, the weekend was beautiful, man. You Moving know, strong? Yeah, the sun's first Easter. Had him in a little bow tie fly out here. There we go. Thing, man. Sage's bow tie fly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I What's drink it? a lot. Hey, look at that. See, everybody's rhyming, scheming and rhyming, <laughs> jumping in this week. What's going on? How was y'all moving, guys? Man, I was I was dipped in estrogen, man. I had a whole bunch of female energy around me the whole weekend. It was just a lot of ladies, a lot of stuff. I made a lot of drinks. It was a good time. There we yes. go. Dipped in estrogen from the brother Corey. And, and I got to look at the young brother Jones. Young Jones, what was you out here doing? Hey, man, uh, I'm still in recovery mode from uh, <laughs> a gracious 420 evening. Oh, man. From a gracious 420 evening. There might have yeah. been, been some baking. Yeah, gracious hey, 420 evening. Then I, I I was resurrected on Sunday. Look at you. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. And now I'm here fighting a good fight. Resurrected hey, on Jesus Sunday. Jesus Jones. Yeah, I yes. say, this man is doing all different types of stuff. He's resurrected on Sunday. Jesus yeah, Jones. Man. Hope After everybody the... enjoyed their holiday. You know what I mean? Seems Easter like, or, you yeah, know. You celebrated all the high holidays, my man. I ain't mad at you. So many. That's <laughs> Yo, what's up. Troy, what, what, what'd you get into with the Gerber gangsta out there? Oh, man. We, um... We went upstate, and we had, like, a nice little thing with the fam upstate. Then we came back down and met my mom and my stepdad in Connecticut. We was in Greenwich. Went to a nice little brunch spot. They do live jazz every Sunday. Really? Yeah. I don't know if y'all know. Greenwich is white as fuck, right? Get out of here. Yeah. You mean there's a white part of Connecticut? <laughs> <laughs> so we go up there. My family looks like a zebra. You know, everyone's multiracial. We got so many black, white people. We walk in there looking like a Benetton ad. They just kind of eat us up out there. They love it. Sage was... The talk of the town. He turned it up. The hair was slicked and curly. Oh, the Gerber gangster came yeah, back with came the slick out. back. Yeah, he had the he, slick back shorty came yeah. out. <laughs> slick back shorty was man. out here, man. Young bow tie fly was in the building though. That's the you last know how hard it is to find me. a bow tie for a dude that little. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's Tailored. so hard to tie it. Customized, tailored. It's Velcro. You got to tie it with tweezers. Velcro for the kids. Ah, uh, that's how you do it. Keep it safe. <laughs> Y'all crazy for that? Remember that. Get a Velcro bow tie for your children. The Only PSA. your children though. Don't come to like a black tie affair with a, with a Velcro bow tie and you're 30 years old. I can't pull off the bow tie because I look too militant with it. Yeah, you get yeah. real nervous. Yeah, like, if Tone, oh, yeah. Tone come in with his look and a bow tie, you know he leading the nation. Yeah. Like, I'm starting to clap yeah. my hands Being together. my brother. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Somebody gonna be like, oh, the revolution is televised. I didn't even know. It is. It will be tweeted. Yeah. <laughs> the, daily, the Daily Bongo in his back pocket. Like, uh, yeah. Have you read? Have you I heard like, the word? I like the, I like the open bow tie look. 
Like oh, the, oh, like the, like, the like untied the casually, bow tie? Yeah, the, the look, untied bow tie. You come in looking like the night's already over. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when you start off. Just, like, you don't know how this, this limo went down. Yeah. <laughs> this limo went down. Okay. Yeah, y'all are wild for that. <laughs> crazy, crazy. Somebody vacuum my red carpet before yeah. I come out here. <laughs> Nah, I don't want no vacuum. They gotta throw them pedals at the feet, man. That's what I need in my life. <laughs> I want to be on that Prince Akeem yeah, whenever I come. Yeah. Don't let the off the strength yeah. bag get crazy because I'm oh, telling you, everything's right. gonna move. It's gonna get right. Oh, I'm definitely doing the um the bath. Mm. The 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 royal penis is clean coming out oh, the water joint. Here we go, yeah, buddy. Here we go. Yeah, but let me get some bread. I'm gonna be in the bath at all times. That is your train. Don't Facetime me because you're gonna catch me in the tub. <laughs> See, y'all can have all that. I just take the apartment in the hood with the jacuzzi in it. You know what I'm saying? That was lit. That was lit. Yeah. He was low-key doing it. That He's dude, doing real talk, out of that whole movie, that dude came up hard, though. The, lamb, the, 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 landlord? the super dude? The landlord came up. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you know, there's somebody who has never seen this movie who is real confused right now. Yeah, they scratching their head. Yeah. Go back they from, home. They're from Greenwich. Yeah. Go watch. Yeah. And so <laughs> anyone, anyone from Greenwich who's listening, the movie is coming to America. And you need to watch Coming to America just to understand the culture. Yeah. Whoever you are, if you haven't seen it, go see the movie. I'm going to go ahead and say that I'm trying to get this cameo in part two. I heard it's coming around. I don't know how what? it's going to happen. You coming back to America? You spreading rumors. Nah, man. I'm trying to get in that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if you're listening and you got Yo, some pole. Hold on. For first off, first off, if Trevor Noah get passed on because he ain't get into um he ain't get into no Lion yeah, King, yeah. the yeah. only African cat I, I know of that's on, on TV with some popularity. Facts. You know what I'm saying? We gonna bring he can't back. miss out on Coming to America too. also. We got to get it, man. Let's go. Yo, fellas, y'all ready to get this thing started? Yeah, man. Let's, Let's get it. ready to get it cracking. Starting off the top of the show with Rip from the Headlines. This is a variety hour, folks. We're giving you the best of us today. Shout out to all our gracious guests that come through, especially Chef Prosper that set the temperature right the last time. But today is all about the fellas inside here. And guys, we had to kick off the show. Now, I always try to make sure I get you the good, the bad, and the ugly. I want to start off with the ugly so we end on a prosperous note. Mm, let's keep it going. I look to this field, of which I am heavily vetted in, invested in, I should say, uh, of fitness and technology. Now, I could tell you that it is not always in my best interest to report on some of the findings that I have out here, but I feel... As a person who is really a purveyor of what this thing called health is going to be, mm. I have to have to speak truth to power when I have a chance to do so. So when I see an article come out that talks about what I would deem as the exploitation of people's vulnerability, I have to make sure that I ring that bell and sound the alarm as fast as <laughs> I can, because without doing so, I know the people who would be hurt the most are the people who need the help the most. Yes. So mental health apps out are now sharing your data without telling you. So if we go through and look through, I'd say there's probably about 36 popular mental health apps. In an article from The Verge, 33 out of those 30, I'd say 36 apps have been shown to be selling your data to third-party advertisers. Now, it has been particularly uh, divisive when you look at people, let's say, trying to self-report their habits and advertisers acting on those habits that they're self-reporting so if i'm trying to quit cigarettes and you start advertising to me digital cigarettes e-cigarettes that's kind of i would say the worst type of exploitation inside of that space um if i'm trying to combat depression and you start direct marketing me all different types of antidepressants that are in the long run maybe not the thing that i need in that space maybe i needed something else I have to look at that with a, a level of scrutiny, and it, it gets underneath my skin in a way that I can't even make fun of in this way, shape, and form, because yeah. I feel like 
I've said it time and time again. People outside of this industry are looking to profit off of this industry. I've said that this is akin to where people put their, in a modern text, belief system, their trust, their faith in what used to be religion for some people. They now put it into wellness. And when people take your vulnerability and exploit it, I'm always going to take offense to that. So I'm looking through this list of things, and there's a whole slew of the names that we know. Not here to indict any one particular company. (laughs) Um, But... I want to pay attention to when we're using all the the beauty of what this connected uh, atmosphere is about. Um, make sure you pay attention to that Black Mirror shit that's really out there, too. Because people have been ringing these alarms for a long time, and we've been trying to self-report, trying to navigate through some of these more tricky waters. And there's a lot of people trying to exploit it. Yeah. So I'd ask the room, okay, we talk about mental health all the time. We talk about different ways in which we can act on that mental health and we talk about the verge of where technology bridges that gap are you surprised to hear that some of these people that are out for ulterior motives inside of this space are really profiting off of people's pain the way i see it i mean not at all that's that's where that's where the money comes from you know you show me a billionaire that hasn't done something or taken advantage of some group in order to get to that point you know, that's what advertising has been for so long. Advertising is taking advantage of people most of the time. And the sad, the sad part about it is the people who are the most vulnerable are usually the people with the least amount of information. So they're the easiest ones to sway. I mean, look at how diet ideas have changed from everything being fat-free to the point where chips were having people's ass uh, leaking, remember? All the way into Atkins and all those problems. Wow. And there's always been the more ignorant of whatever the topic is being taken advantage of by large corporations or any kind of marketing push in order to, to, to confuse them into spending their, their few dollars. You know, you got people out here making really serious life decisions on what they do with their fitness. Like I've only, I'm, you know, deciding whether or not I'm doing this or I'm doing something toward my future. And they, you know, and you're taking advantage of them. And then you talk about mental health being one of the, the big pushes are people trying to get an understanding of what mental health is and trying to find a resource when people don't have the money to have a therapist. And then you take advantage of that. It's, it's a horrible thing, man. Read the fine print. I know that sounds pretty boring. Um, when people are downloading these apps, it's like, oh, this is a great, cool app. I think it's beneficial. And they give you all the agreed upon terms and no one really ever reads those terms. But if you really do go through those terms and read uh, these terms and see what you could actually uh, understand and digest because they throw a, a whole lot of big words in there to try to overcomplicate things. But pick and, and read those words and you can see that some of these things, some of these apps are laying it right out there for you. It's about reading that contract. It's just like reading the contract, right? So like they're telling you, even if you like, you want to connect this to your Facebook? No, I don't want to connect this shit to my Facebook because I know right there immediately you're trying to access all my photos, all the things that I'm interested in, what kind of books I'm reading. So that when I go on the web now, all these things are there. When I go on Instagram, all these different ads are there. So it's like if you read, you know, just start to read these things so that you can see it's like do the pros outweigh the cons of having these applications yeah. because these people are compromising you know, your, your value. It's crazy because some of the companies that they mentioned didn't even disclose that in those 15 page documents. Well, that's even shadier. Opt in versus opt out is going to be the forefront of what happens inside this connected convenience era. Right. So they are, I would think liable for not saying that they're going to use this in a third party space. But honestly, the way that this technology moves is always going to be slightly faster than the legislation Mm -hmm, that follows it. mm -hmm. So I can't even tell you with 
good certainty that anybody knows what the rules are when you're talking about what happens when you take this aggregate data and you can really start to manipulate people because that's what you're ending up doing. Um, I, and this is why I take it with that level of sincerity because there's a double-edged sword for convenience. There's anything that you take yeah. away. If something is that much easier, know that it has a price. Know that that price is probably going to be to your detriment in some way, shape, or form. You have to really look deep to find hey, what are you going to do with this information after I give it to you? Some people put it up front. Some people don't. We are in a different type of space, and I always like to caution everybody to pay attention to that. Word. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, everything that you're saying, man, to your point, like everything is twofold when you have that technology. So if you don't do your due diligence to understand what that other fold is going to be, then you're doing a disservice to yourself, and that's how you're going to ultimately get caught up. You know? Yeah, like, man. That's crazy out here in these streets. You got to stay diligent. You got to stay alert. And you got to keep your head on a swivel, which brings us to our next story. Now, some people run indoors as a way to get in shape, to be able to run outdoors. But, you know, if you're getting up at the crack of dawn, you know, you're running around 5 o'clock in the morning. It might be a little dangerous out there. You know, you want to make sure that you're well illuminated, people can see you and all the rest of that stuff. Got your headlamp on. You want to have it all going, right? So when I saw this next article out, that my man Samuel, age 67, who's been a runner for most of his life and was getting back into running and decided that running at 5 a.m. wasn't the best idea because he didn't want to end up getting hit by a car. Yeah. Uh, my man Sam, out in California, actually got hit by a car on his treadmill at <laughs> at the gym. Now, it's, uh, oh, damn, it's crazy to hear. Sam. Crazy to hear, right? An article from Runner's World they talk to you about how anytime fitness in Culver City, California, a driver crashes through the window and hits my man Sam, who was just getting started back on his road to recovery inside of fitness, and got laid up at 5.45 a.m. on the tread. Sam is okay, by the way. Just fast forward through that story. We're not making jokes on somebody that's actually out of the, out of the game. <laughs> Yo, but Sam Almost. is about to be real straight. Like, Sam is about that to lawsuit is about to be real good. <laughs> Because I'm pretty sure that's not covered under normal insurance policies. I don't, I don't know. Fam, there was a whole SUV that came through the window <laughs> That means <laughs> and took the treadmill out. Does that count as a hit and run? I would, you know, still a they couldn't violence? really run, right? <laughs> we got to going. No, Just needed to know. It's crazy, man. Wow. It's nuts. There's nobody in the gym. You see Sam doing his little warm-up. You Is watch he still it. technically a pedestrian in that? <laughs> fam, he was, was kind of on a vehicle. He kind of yeah, wasn't. Yeah, treadmill's kind of a vehicle. I don't know if that counts. No. I don't know, man. I know he was just not expecting that. Either way, somebody getting points off their license. Hey, man. I would I, hope so. I feel like, you know, not the... Come at Sam, but he, he probably had something coming, man. You know what I mean? That's, nah, he was just trying to get back, man. Nah. He I, felt I, something. I don't that's, believe that's some final, final destination. destination. Yeah, Sam had that one coming. Sam, you need to stay prayed up, brother. Yeah. That's that's wild, right there. <laughs> my man is sixty-seven. Man, need, man. Yo, my yeah, man, in sixty-seven my man, years, my man Jesus Jones you to, said you better stay prayed stay up. Stay prayed up. Hey, Sam, you better do all the things. Just go ahead and cover all the religious bases. Get a chicken foot and some some incense. Get all the things you can. Get you some rosary beads, a mm. Bible. Lay it all down. Mm. Nah, man. <laughs> Shout out to Sam, yo. I support anybody who felt that first warm day of spring out there and was like, you know what? It's time for me to get back to the yeah. gym. This is a hell of a way to get back welcome to the gym. So I, I salute Sam. Sam said that he is planning to return after all his injuries. Don't come to my Still, spot, Sam. I love that. <laughs> Sam is getting back on the road no matter what happens, you know, and he's going to make sure that he keeps that head on a swivel. Yeah, Just stay out of my studio, Sam. Sam. We don't need no car accidents in my studio. Stay <laughs> 
keeping it moving, man. We got Sam sure working his way to get struck by lightning next. Yeah. So come on, man. <laughs> he gonna hit the lotto, yo. This brother's gonna come up out here, yo. And just to wrap a bow on the the whole anytime fitness space and making sure that we're not being too uh, pivotal on or, or too critical on anytime fitness inside this space, I saw the good side of this rip from the headlines is the youngest and only female master franchisee of anytime fitness is about to open 50 gyms throughout morocco okay zakia rua the youngest and only female franchise franchisee is on a mission to spread health and wellness throughout all of africa i saw this story and i'm championing her because not for just being the youngest one not for just being the only woman um, but the mission of spreading that health and wellness throughout all of Africa is a mission that sounds amazing to me. And I, I, I like to see what's happening outside of our U.S. context for people of color really trying to step up and take this need for ownership inside of movement, movement, culture and health really dictating what wealth is going to end up being is going to be something that always uh, rings and resonates inside of my heart. So seeing what she's doing outside of there makes a lot of sense to me. Um, she started this off after she was on maternity leave and doing two, three a days inside the gym mm. and started giving, uh, one of the franchisers a little bit of information as to what she would do to improve that. It got to a point where she kept giving so many different little tips that they actually ended up hiring this woman and she was on maternity leave. She wasn't even working. She was just like, yo, if I was running, this, this is how I would do it. And then somebody was like, you know what? Why don't you try to go ahead and run this? So yeah, before the before the, the community of women kill you for saying that she wasn't even working, stay at home mom is a job. Don't get it twisted. I mean, she wasn't I'm just, working. I'm just at, covering you to make sure that nobody kills you in these streets. Anybody want to come get it? Um, <laughs> so that's not what I was saying. If you take offense to it, fuck you. Um, <laughs> come get the smoke. Anytime she wasn't working at any time, <laughs> she was definitely supporting her family, uh, but. They hired her on the outside end, <laughs> and I like to see where she was coming in with that and hustled her way up, all the way up that corporate ladder, and I salute anybody that's in there, and yeah, if you want to come get it, I don't care. <laughs> Smoke. What Round of applause for that. Yo, <laughs> all, I, all I know is I feel like this isn't really like, this is going to be some, some serious consequence to setting up some elevated fitness levels in Kenya because the Hell Kenyans yeah. are already crushing everything marathon, <laughs> marathon distance related and you about to just set up a whole bunch of fitness apps fitness setups out there yeah man they yeah. finally came out with their own shoe they was like yo Nike and all the rest of these dudes they make it no dead ass they coming out with their yeah. own shoe they was like yo we produce all the winners of these marathons why can't I make my own shoe it's Real like talk. yeah that makes a lot of sense to me back again Real talk. Yeah. you know I love this this whole wave of, okay, acknowledging the fact that, okay, what's that natural we resource? We yeah. moving this. Hey, I know how to do this better than what most of the traditional atmospheres would say. Okay, let me take the keys now. Yeah. If you got yeah. the juice, sell juice. You got yeah. the juice now, player. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sell juice. Cold press. Right? Bam. Even if you got the cold press, sometimes you got to warm it up. So where do they say they're going to open all the locations at? Like just all through Africa? She's taking on, so she's already has five open, but her pledge is to open up 50 throughout all of Africa. She's from Morocco, but she's looking to take over as many different spots as they can. And this was the first one on the continent is where she's breaking in. They were in Holland and she was working out over in Holland and nobody was paying attention to the entire continent of Africa. You know, and it's like, okay, there's people who are up and coming who have this idea that investing in health is not some abstract thing. 
let's make it move. Let's make something happen. And nobody was moving to meet her where she was. So she learned everything that she could in Holland and was like, you know what? I'm going to take this back home and hustle with it. Let's see where we go. Let's put up some dollars and She's really show playing. what's going to happen. What's Our dollar is just as powerful. It's just as green. Let's go take it. Let's she see got where the bag. Go. Hell she yeah, got the man. Bag. If you're in Holland, you're from Morocco. You you open in fifty facilities. The bag is strong. She's she's definitely got some investment paper over there. You Hell know? yeah! And with that, I'd like to conclude this rip from the headlines. My man Troy, shout out to Samuel one more time. Sam Sam, Sam is still Seriously. dodging. Seriously. He's ducking and dodging. Yo Sam, duck right. <laughs> Salute to Zakia. Yeah, <laughs> and she is really representing everything that I would like to say is going to be essential in keeping this crown sturdy. Yes. Because the queens wear crowns, too. Absolutely. <laughs> What's going on in the crown down, Troy? Yo, I love when we do these episodes because we just get to basically just talk our shit in, in, a, in a collective way. And today, man, I just want to kind of have an open discussion with you guys about support. But before we get there, um, make sure you guys are following me on Instagram, Troy underscore Brooks. The hashtag is going to be the TB100 push-up challenge. Not the number 100, but the actual emoji for 100 making sure that you guys get out there every day that you do something so we're doing 100 push-ups every day for the next 30 days and that started yesterday so no matter what you do you're gonna get 100 push-ups every day bang those clips out however you're gonna get them all right so pull up this is initially for dads wanted this to be like a fit dad challenge but then was like listen don't gotta be a man just get out there and do it encouraging everybody to move get a little bit stronger all right with that being said, fellas, I, I woke up a little salty on Saturday, all right? Like, I really don't usually wake up salty. I don't usually wake up on that side of the fucking bed. But I woke up just a little salty, and I couldn't really wrap my my hands around why I was mad. I thought it's because I didn't have any coffee. You know, I just, I just woke up a little salty. And what was going on in my head was just like, yo, who's who's really out here supporting, right? Like, I got a great following on Instagram. I, I'm, I'm really proud of some of the things I've accomplished. I deem myself to be very successful, and nine times out of ten, I look at the success and it's come from people that I don't even know or that I don't really know. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if you guys could agree or feel me on that, that sometimes the people closest to you don't support you the way you wish they supported you. Just like when, you know, when I was a trainer coming up in the business, like it was harder to get my mom and my family members to get healthier than it was to to get the general population and general public healthier. And I feel like. Like if I in twenty nineteen, if you're not if you don't know about my podcast, like what fucking rock are you living under? You feel me? Am I and I had to check myself, like, am I not doing a good job of promotion? Now I'm out here. I'm out here. So my thing is it's like if you're not if you don't if you don't know about this podcast, if you're not signing up, if you're not subscribing, if you haven't left a fucking comment, if you're on my Instagram page, you're not leaving comments, you're not leaving likes, you're not sharing what the message is, what the narrative is, if you got somebody in your circle who's creating something as dope as what we're creating here, this ecosystem, I don't have no time for you. Like I really that's where I'm at right now. I don't want to fuck with nobody who's not genuinely supporting me. I don't want followers i want supporters if you're not pulling up off the strength and supporting what i got going on i have no room for you and that's just how i woke up and i put that message out there on instagram and i swear it was crazy the response the comments the likes everything people just came out the woodworks because these people have no fucking problem uh retweeting donald what's his name david goggins tony robinson's and all these cats but it's, you ever you ever find how sometimes people won't even repost your shit till they till they see it with someone that they deem to be successful as if they felt you had the sauce the entire time like i see certain people put up certain episodes of off the strength when they see that certain celebrity or that certain person that they mm. that they deem to be successful because more than more importantly than supporting the show they want to look lit because they're attached to you 
because you're attached to that dope thing or that dope person. You know what I'm saying? You ever see that? Yeah, no, I hear what man. you're talking about. You That's feel what me? The prosper God was talking about too. Uh, I mean, that might have been why I'm, why I was mad right there. Yeah. yeah, I think it's two different things. Like I'm under the impression that dope don't spoil, right? Mm-hmm. So if you got it, then you always gonna get it. You, you know what I'm saying? It's always yeah. gonna be there. The product always gonna be the product. So I mean, the idea of keep putting out dope until somebody notices is kind of where my mindset has been but the support shit is real like people don't support as much as they should they always on the back end like oh yo I see you got this little podcast going like you ain't moving how I'm moving G like don't don't ever try to denigrate my character Ooh, don't put the little at, don't put Kyle. the little in shit you right. know what I'm saying so <laughs> he gave us a quote and a good word you look definitely Kyle. I think it, it's really score. just uh, just an understanding of knowing that the people in your circle are going to support you and then the people outside of the circle are only going to support what they feel is dope or mm-hmm. what they feel is actually moving you know what I mean like that, that celebrity oh y'all yeah. oh y'all got a cue from the Jets on here yeah. oh man yeah. I gotta listen to that episode mm-hmm. like, nah fam listen mm-hmm. to all of them yeah why you think he's on it why you think he's on the podcast if this shit wasn't dope he wouldn't pulled up exactly off the strength mm-hmm. so it's just I, I think it it's that understanding but you also like you can't hold people accountable they got the attention span of a goldfish like it's just not gonna happen like you know and that's the sad reality that we in these days. Can we hold people accountable? Though? Like, can we, can we? Right? Like, I, that's my thing. I look at it like, now nah, we gotta hold people accountable. Like, I got if I if I see my friends and I run into them, like, yo, what's going on? Yo, Troy, what you been up to? Oh, you, oh you don't know? Here's the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yo, look, subscribe to it right now. Let me see you click subscribe. Yo, listen to this episode. It's dope. I think this might be beneficial to you based off that interaction. Like, we gotta hold people accountable in some way. Yeah. You know, you can't force it down their throat because, like you said, if it's dope, it's dope. But at the same time, man, people pull up, support your people. Don't just say you're going to support people. Really pull up and support them. If they're in physical spaces, show up to those physical spaces. If you can't show up to the physical space because you don't live in the same city or country, subscribe to their shit. Sign up. Pull up. Show some kind of love. You share can show it. love. Share it. You can share. You can show love by sharing it. Don't cost you nothing to leave a comment. Word. Don't cost you nothing to subscribe. Word. <laughs> I'm. I'm of the opinion that, like, I don't. I don't expect you to do shit. You can do whatever the fuck you're going to do. I don't have the expectation that people are going to put extra energy into anything I do. I do what I do for myself and for the people who are listening. Amen. All I'm saying is is keep that same energy. If you're not going to support, if you're not going to show up to a spot, then don't don't be my homie in, in public later. Don't come up and be like, oh, I, I'm, I've been down from day one. This is my man from whatever, but you don't know what's going on you don't know what's popping i've had conversations with people like there's there's a a, a person that i'm essentially mentoring for for a lack of a of an easier way to put it and i'm giving this person a lot of advice i'm helping them along the way and going through things we've had conversations about different aspects of their life as if this person was a client like this is shit i charge people yeah, for yeah, yeah. and we were having a conversation i've referenced something to the show and i saw the blank look on this person's face and i said you don't listen to the you've never I was like, oh, okay. So I'm giving you all my time in person. And you yeah. can't give me an hour on the train? Oh, no, nah, no. Nah. I, I thought you, I thought we were in a different place. I yeah. apologize. Yeah. I'm sorry. Let me go. I'm going to back myself up because yeah. clearly I put myself out way further mm-hmm. than you were willing to go. Mm-hmm. It's cool if I'm here for you. I got you. But don't don't claim to be supporting me if you're not. If you don't support, by all means, don't support. I don't support everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Same cool. Thing, yep. Just don't. 
don't act like it later. Don't come up and try to try to play the role because I'm gonna call your ass out. Love it. Yeah. That's just know. Just know you're gonna get caught. I'm a, actually I got two phone calls to make when we get off because it's reminding <laughs> me know. two people there about to catch go. this oh. smoke right off bat. I'm sorry, yeah. y'all. I ain't mean to. Batteries in the back. When your phone nah, rings, you when your <laughs> phone <laughs> ring, you gonna know. Nah, you you knew what you was doing. Absolutely. You knew what you was doing. Listen, we gotta put the pressure. I don't care. I'm here for it, man. I I I ain't acting high and mighty. I ain't acting like I wasn't a little bit in my feelings, but I'm out here. And if I fuck with you, I fuck with you. And I support you. And I genuinely pull up. I support people. I support people in projects that I don't really support just because I support them. Like, mm. yo, this shit is kind of weak, but I really fuck with you. And and I think you're passionate about this thing. So I'm going to support this thing off the strength that I support you. That's real. You feel me? That's real. That's the real support. Like, sometimes I got to, I feel like shit, just because I support you and love you so much, I'm going to put my stamp on something that I might not even really compromise, compromising my integrity a little bit in the fact that I support you so much. And that's where I feel like my integrity bounces back out because it comes back down to the person. You feel me? So we out here, man. We out here speaking our truth. We ain't out here trying to fake shit. We ain't out here trying to act like we winning. We here for the big win. Support your people. Or don't, but don't. Or don't, or don't, but or don't, don't, but, but don't. Fuck yeah, off. don't pedal, don't. You know, don't support me, but then fuck <laughs> off. So what you saying? You said fuck them unless they with you. If you take them out of the picture, you know, real G's ain't gonna miss you. Mm. So oh, yeah. That's no what we, yeah, yeah. No yeah, lie, no lie. bars again. No, no lie, 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 lie. Bang bang. We're going Yo, to have translations for those who don't follow hip hop periodically. I don't care. <laughs> Yo, get off the mic. Yo, we out here. We, we out here, man. For those that don't this follow hip hop, this shit ain't for everybody, it ain't for but you. it's for somebody. You Check feel the link me? on the bottom of the episode to know what song we're Yo, referencing. Listen, and movie. Listen. Yo, let's before we even move on, man. Let's talk about that real quick, right? Let's talk about how like we don't give a fuck about you. We don't care if you like us. Like we're not really here to be liked. We're here being our best selves. And, like, I had to tell myself one time, like, yo, if everybody likes you, I don't even know if I fucking trust you. You feel me? Like, because who are you really being? There's no way that everyone is going to love you or like you in this world if you're being your true, authentic self. Like, you got to know that every top has a pop. And my t- I might not be your bag. You yeah. know you know the saying, we like Mezcal, baby. <laughs> we ain't for everybody. That's your saying. Everybody that's like me. That's my saying. <laughs> everybody like Corey. I don't trust that. I don't, I don't I'm know. unaware that's, of who likes me so. and who doesn't. <laughs> now, you know, I got a lot of people that dislike the shit out of my <laughs> It comes with the territory. It's supposed to, man. And, no. and nine times out of ten, it's not the ones that you really want to fuck with anyone. Anyone that has never fucked with me has turned out to be some kind of sucker in some some fashion. I mean, honestly, when you look at it, like, the idea that you're supposed to be liked by everyone is crazy anyway. Like people don't share the same opinion you know people aren't the same and a lot of people mean in this social media world where everything you do is for a like and facebook Mm. is for a like and and twitter so you can like what i'm saying that's what you're saying you 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 can tell very clearly by looking at my instagram that i am not putting my whole life on there (laughs) i wish they could see your body language just now like that is not i'm just saying that's that's not an authentic thing. Like that's not a real experience. Like when people people try to go through the trouble of packaging themselves to be likable by everybody, that's cool if that's what you want to do. But don't expect that to be the real person. Like there's a real person in there somewhere, and that person is hiding so that you can see whatever you're trying to package out. I'm not here for that. I don't have that kind of time. I don't have the memory to remember what fake persona I'm supposed to have. That shit to everybody. is work, right? That shit is work. I don't have that kind of effort, man. Oh, I'm my bad. I'm vegan today. I forgot. Yeah, am I supposed to be vegan? <laughs> Damn. You walk in my burger spots like, oh, it's an impossible burger. Like, come on, man. Like, cheat code. Yeah. All, all, the, all the dudes who was bodybuilders last week and now they're vegan. 
Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like all the all the extra fake, all the airbrushed <laughs> up, all the I gotta spend 20 minutes before I release a selfie. Like all all of that just to be liked by somebody you're never gonna meet. Come on, like keep that. Trust me with the bullshit. If I I'm never gonna meet half these people, I don't give a damn if they like me or not. Yeah, I set out to provoke before anything else. I wanted. In every true sense of the word, I want to be a provocateur. If you uh-huh. can provoke somebody to an emotion, good or bad, I feel like my job is done. I mean, it's shit. Like, hopefully it's good, but if it's bad, I still provoked it. Shit, there's already people that hate me because I'm black. There's people that hate me because I'm a man. There's people that hate me because I got a beard and their beard coming in patchy. Like, you know, there's <laughs> yeah. hate out here. Hey, hey, hey we're not going to I didn't patchy. say, see, I didn't oh, say oh, you, yo, fam. Yo, you just took it. Yo. I didn't even say you. <laughs> yo, Hope, I wasn't even looking at Tone when I Hope, said that. Yo, Hope said, you ain't got to like me, but you're going to respect me. Simple as that. Yeah. I ain't got no problem going back. And for me, you know what back is. It's that pocket. Hell I'm going to yeah. pull the stick out and draw the line in the sand. You don't got to like us, man, but you're going to respect us. You're going to respect what we do, and you're going to respect how we move off the strength. Or Troy coming with them hands. Bang, bang. <laughs> Just tell it how it is when they tell couple it how teeth, it might be. A couple of teeth in these Let them know. Knuckles. Let them know. <laughs> Mr. Jones. What's popping? We, we done laced this whole session with all different types of lyrics. So many different things. So, so many I know. different lyrics. Uh, I know you got some lyrical exercise. Talk to us. You know, I got a lot on my mind with this lyrical exercise this week, fellas. Uh, first and foremost, I can't go any further without mentioning uh, Beyonce in the documentary. Mm. Um, shout out to that Holland West production on the Shout joint. out yeah. to Holland West. Shout oh, out team. to Kurt. Shout out to Snoop. You know what I mean, y'all yeah. really putting in that work. Um, there's never been uh artists on Netflix, not that I know of, like uh, a musical artist that had a movie, so that's the first. Um and just the work ethic that she puts in, y'all know me. Like I've said it on the air plenty of times. I'm Beyonce is not really my biggest person that I look for for music, but I respect it. You know what I'm saying? Like I respect the effort that she puts in. And she got hit. She's really talented. So the the way that she's moving from just last week we was talking about the Adidas deal yeah. to now you get in Netflix. It's like yo, you're a mogul, like yeah. super mogul though, like sixty million dollars. That's 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 nuts. You know what I'm 60 saying? Sixty million was it? Three, I don't see why three, y'all still three what? show deal. Sixty million. I don't see why she's still charging for concerts. But you know it is what it is. <laughs> you know you don't need my money, but maybe maybe blue need maybe blue grandkids need that money. You know what I mean? I don't know yet. Um, but I just had to highlight that man. I feel like that was just one of those things that you never see, and we always going to remember that in this technology and the space that we're moving in. Um, aside from that, the usual. How do y'all feel about Jay reopening Webster Hall for, for the, the B sides concert? Huge, that's crazy. Huge. Man. I feel like anybody that's in that network that can get me into that show yeah. should definitely hit us up. Yeah. Off, the <laughs> Off the strength, yo. I'll sit on top of a speaker. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I lay in yo. the back. All that. <laughs> Yeah. So we talk about financial literacy and money management on the show at all times. Yeah. And we speak about the importance of credit, right? And having a nice report and credit history. Did you see how the first the first tickets went out to people who are American Express holders? So easily, you ain't mm. got to be a super notoriable person. You ain't got to be on the who's who of what's what. It's if you're secure in right. the bag and you got your fucking credit right, you got an American Express. I know four people that's like, yo... I'm on this Chase Sapphire Reserve life, but I'm about to open up the Amex Platinum right now just off the strength that I want those tickets. Just because. But if you got the bag together, you could do that, right? Like, you ain't even got to really go out and call nobody. You could just literally, you know, sign up the application, get the card, and bang, you got access to get those tickets before the general population. 
That's why. See how tech is moving in every space, not yeah, just oh, wellness. They're but getting it. Music space. Uh, the only other thing I think I had on my list was uh, we just talked about Schoolboy Q the last time we were here. Yeah. Schoolboy Q dropping on the 26th of the month, the same day as Jay coming out, right? And we talked about that rollout. I called it. I don't know if y'all noticed. <laughs> But I was like, yo, is he going to give us an album? As soon yeah, as we left, an hour later, yeah. I was like, this nigga, man. <laughs> he put the album release out, right? Yeah. Um, so I guess within all this lyrical exercise and all these movements that are being made, I'm I'm looking at the, the business of it, right? Like you, you mentioned the American Express, the yeah. Netflix deal, yeah. um, Schoolboy Q dropping two visuals and two singles before the album that even num, comes num, out. slaps so crazy. It's wild, right? So in the business side of it, do you ever really see, I guess, the music business turning full circle or partnering with the wellness business? You know what I'm saying? Like, is it going to be like... Uh, I don't know ergonomics in the office. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wanted, I want to see in a perfect world. I want to see music and wellness go hand in hand, like completely. Do you see that in the future by any means? Uh, the short answer is that there's two different buying interests happening at the same time, um, with two really massive industries on their own independently. So somebody would have to concede on either side to make that work. But short of that happening on the large scale, we do it every day in some way, shape, or form. We do. I'm ready for the check to follow behind it. Yeah, and I'm saying do it before you get the check. Point people into the direction as to why the check needs to be there. Mm -hmm. You know, if you can take an experience and you curate it end to end and say this is the value of having these type of partners across the board... I think that, yes, you can establish that. I think, as Peloton has just recently found out, the music industry is definitely aware of what fitness is doing. Oh, and yeah. they're Absolutely. definitely, aware, they're definitely aware, aware of the types of money that they're making. Yeah. So it would be in your best interest to find ways to package that and bundle that the right way. And if you could do that, it would be a very advantageous space to be in. I mean, give you an example of what we're doing. Like In my fitness space, we have DJs in some of the classes. As soon as we put out what mix is coming out or what the theme is or whatever that is that automatically immediately impacts how the how People the booking is yeah, yeah whether you utilization is up like 15 percent on classes that we you know what dj is doing whatever set mm. so that is definitely a big part of it that's exactly why when tom was talking about those lawsuits that's exactly why that money is moving that way and why that power is proven is it's really difficult in this day and age to function in fitness without music imagine walking into a fitness space and there's just no music. Like no one has yeah. headphones, nothing's going on. You just hear feet pounding and sweat dropping and breathing. Like that's not a thing. You, you know? know, you got some people in the fitness market that just out here, you know, beatboxing. They doing they. Nah. <laughs> we ain't even going to talk about Pause man. for the we drop. Gonna, we going to let that man rock. Da, 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 da. Nah, fitness. <laughs> Bobby McFerrin fitness. We ain't going to have that. Uh, yo, dudes out here scatting. I mean, yeah, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother conversation for another day. Um, <laughs> no, nah, but to, to your point, Corey, and to your point, Tone, it was more of like, I'm thinking of the wellness space specifically, right? And then them having to curate a playlist or make a playlist for the class or lobby or shower, whatever it needs to be. And it's like, 
who's making that? You know what I mean? Like, is that that should be somebody across the board making that? You know what I'm saying? Um, the I fitness, was, the fitness yo, DJ wait, type. I just, I just, you got me going right now. So I just gotta know, what are we putting on the shower playlist? <laughs> See, I'm not even gonna go there with you right now either. It's got to know. You got a like, shower. It's smooth he said it. He said, you know, I'm he's thinking back in the, the locker room. Yeah, the locker room, the locker room music, not necessarily shower per I, se. Like specific shower music <laughs> yeah, yeah, to control your washing. So tempo? fresh and so clean, clean. Right hey, there you go. There we go. Right, that could be there. That would be the joint. Wipe yeah. me down. Wipe me <laughs> down. There we go. That's see. Let's have some fun. That's some shower play. Yo, I got a Bluetooth speaker in my shower, man. It's lit. Oh, you out here? I got it's, that it's too. Built into the head, the shower head. You're joking, fam. No, nah, I'm dead. Oh, ass. that is fire. I'm dead ass. You you're need that. Me, you're sending me. The, you're texting me that link. Come on. Later. <laughs> that is lit. You say you make it work. I, I understand <laughs> yeah. what you're saying. You know. I mean, uh, ultimately, I was I was listening to. Uh, you ever you ever listen to Spotify? I know they have these theme playlists. Oh yeah, yeah. Speaking sure. of, you know they got an off the strength playlist, fam. We need to we need to make oh, some phone calls right somebody. now. We need to make some phone calls because <laughs> yeah. I don't agree with nothing that's on that playlist. That's I want weak. that to be I want that to be heard. That's yeah. not us. That playlist is to, weak. Pull up to the office. That right playlist now. is weak sauce. Jones, you need to get on that. I will. But <laughs> uh, aside from that, like I see all these playlists that they put together, and it's just like, yo, who is making this? Like, is this artificial intelligence? Yeah. Is this machine learning? Are you assuming that I would like this? Because I'm not really feeling what you're putting together mm -hmm. right now. You know what I'm saying? You need to go get the B-sides for real so I can turn up. And make yeah. it work. Yeah. And make it work. But I just, you know, I know what we do on the day-to-day, -day, but I really want that transition to be seen. I want people to realize that wellness is just important if not more important than music is. And people love music. It's like, I need you to love this wellness too. Yeah, yeah. Ultimately. Absolutely. And they need to be married together and never divorce. Yeah, they go hand in hand, man. You need a soundtrack for these rhythms, man. So all That's of it. all of Spotify, all of Apple Music, all of Tidal, uh, Def Jam, any of those, uh, YouTube Music Group. Yeah. If you guys are trying to put something together SoundCloud. with wellness, SoundCloud, not SoundCloud, they get a little iffy on the bag situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to yeah, make sure yeah, we're talking no, to the companies no, no, no. that actually the, the listen right, with the, right, the, the right they ain't guys. even got it, you know, what with I mean? the residuals, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if y'all need something to happen with wellness and the intersection where music takes place, I know four gentlemen that feel very opinionated as to how that should go. So please, uh, make sure you hit us up on our page. Yeah. We'll be definitely down to collaborate in some way, shape, or form. And if not, get up out the way because we're coming either way. Yeah. There it is. That's it. I ain't got nothing else. There we go. My Showtime. My like man. Hit, go. Showtime. <laughs> Make them know. Yo, Corey. Sir. What you got on deck, fam? Let's let them know what's happening with this mind sex for the week. All right. So... You know how it is. You got you to lower the lights. You got to get the shades on. You got to do the things and make your mind get in the right place. Close your eyes, whatever it need to be. I want you to listen. So what I want to talk about is finding someone who is good for you and not just good to you. And that, that, that means a lot. Oftentimes when we look for someone who's going to be our partner, and this is a partner, whether it is your love life, whether it is your business life, whatever it may be. Anytime you're looking for a partnership, look beyond a person who does good things for you, does things that make you feel good. Pick someone who is also doing things that make you better, that help you improve. When you're looking at a partnership, a lot of times we look for the person who fills a particular need that makes us comfortable. But what you also need to do is have someone who's going to challenge you and make you a little uncomfortable to make you better. 
Sometimes people who fit perfectly or fit easily aren't fitting perfectly. Sometimes it's a matter of what you need more than what you want. And making those decisions in your relationship is how you start to develop yourself on another level. So look for people who can bring things to you that you didn't even know you needed. People who stimulate you and cause you to question whether or not what you're doing is the right thing. Because if we just take our own opinion and we just move exactly our way without taking any outside influence, we become stagnant. You can't have only one path without any idea of different directions. Continue to choose to choose whatever path you choose, but give yourself the opportunity to hear different options. You have to have someone you respect enough to hear what they're saying in order to really have a partner. No one can be your partner if you don't really respect them. If you're not really hearing their opinion, they're not really a partnership with you. They're someone who's standing as a barrier to what you need to go or someone who's following behind you and therefore taking something from you. If it's not a give and take relationship, if you're not getting as much as you're giving and vice versa, then you're not a partner. It's something else. So when looking for that, especially in love, because our opinion, especially the way the social media is set up, the way our culture is set right now, we're starting to get on the wave of falling back into love and love requires some level of partnership, some level of reciprocation to have a real love. As we get back to that and we focus away from let's get dollars, what can you do for me? And relationships get away from what All-Star Weekend has turned into, Mm -hmm. where it's just a bunch of thoughts trying to find a bunch of tall dudes with dollars, you know? Let's move as we move forward to trying to really develop real relationships, especially in our culture where it seems like the hip hop culture has lost the idea of love. We've gone from love songs and ballads to city girls. Just swallow that for a second. Like that's really what we're listening to. So all of that comes back to what we look for in each other, what we look for in partnerships, what we look for in relationships, what we look for in love and how we define it. So what I want to talk to y'all gentlemen about is what you look for in a partner and what attributes you bring to the table in that partnership, any kind of partnership you want to talk on. Uh, I want to make a a disclaimer. That was all Corey. Uh, You can can find him at your trainer, Corey. City Girls, I want no smoke. Um, Come on. It's trash music, fam. Talk to me. Again. Um, I want all that smoke. Somebody tell me how that's not trash music. Talk to me. (laughs) That's a good beat. Uh, So with that being said, uh, what I look for is uh, everything you said, bro. A partner. Like Chris Rock said, man, it's real easy to move a couch with two people. You can't move a couch with one person. Like, that shit just it don't Especially work. Especially if you're skinny as Chris Rock. Exactly. You know what I mean? He ain't got no legs. You know what I'm saying? He ain't got no chest. So, uh, with that being said, I think it's important to find someone that does make you better. Um, I'm of the belief that you should be friends first. Uh, you know, I think that's like an yeah. old school kind of thing. But, like, if you're not friends, then I don't think... You can because you know people differently as a friend. Yeah. You, you got to know the depth of someone before you just focused on trying to love them. Exactly. So hey. uh, I think being a friend with a person is is definitely a, a must, and then you continue to build from that. Um, regular shit, stability. You know what I'm saying? Support. Like we was talking about earlier. Right. If you don't support, support. me, you ain't listening support. to these episodes. <laughs> lose my support. number. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you're not, if you can't. Tell me about something you learned from an episode or how an episode helped change your life and how, you know what I mean? I ain't had nothing to say to that episode. Cool. You listening, yeah. right? If you don't give me that, then. Don't try to holler if you ain't heard my episode. That's, that's all it. I'm saying. <laughs> we out here don't moving. come with the holler energy if you ain't got no, if you ain't even heard me. 
Can't be here for it. I can't listen if you can't hear me. That's what's up. <laughs> Solo hand clap on that one. Um, I say partnership for me is in the same space that you said perspective is. Um, and f- to that, I would say I always stratify the partnerships and perspectives from an informed position, meaning not every person that you partner with is going to have the basis of what I'd say making sound decision making, depending on where they're coming from in each space. And you have to be able to evaluate that at a real cost. So if I'm getting information from my partner and I know that they don't have that background information on it, I can't really put a high value on that. And that's partner across the board. I love and respect a lot of people, but I have to put you into context as to where your area of expertise is. And if you give me something that I know is not going to serve my cause justice, I'll hear it. I'll interpret it. But then at the end of the day, I still have to understand what my compass is pointing towards and why. Um, So you do have to be receptive to other opinions. But when you're being receptive, also understand what that person's pretext is coming from. 100%. Beyond that, um, you know, I I love the multitude of different personalities that, you know, even a Jones could appreciate the city girls, period. You know, (laughs) wherever they come from. I don't think that we're one type of person. Lil Yachty wrote that song, didn't he? Somebody did. Lil Yachty. Lil Boat. (laughs) I I can't (laughs) condemn people for doing the things that I know are going to be in our base tenets, too. I want to embrace that just as much as I embrace the things that we see are more valued. Um, I just think that they should have equal presence. You know, so for every one of the little girls, how many uh, uh, or city girls, I should say, how many are we how many times are we celebrating Angela Wright or how many times are we celebrating any of those people that are doing things that are on the comparatively opposite dichotomy? So if we're doing that, I'm not going to complain about it. If we're celebrating one as opposed to the other, well, which where are we putting our values and who's celebrating one versus the other? Because that type of narrative gets perpetuated often outside, not internally. That's the way I see it. Bam. I can't disagree with anything that man said. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Um, I speak on the relationship portion. I don't really care for the music part or whatever, <laughs> any of that shit. But um, I think relationships, like you said, boil down to friendship and partnership. Partnership boils down to a friendship before we could even build a, 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 a love level of our relationship. The friendship has to be sound. And I think that's something that's important and that's something that you look for, someone that you enjoy, right? Um, and then once you start to enjoy the person, like you'll start to understand that person and build a relationship with that person. And, and you kind of don't know what that person is going to bring out in you until you're put in a situation where you need that person. You, you, you can't say, Yo, I think this girl is going to tell me that, you know, this is what I need to hear during this time of adversity. You kind of got to be in a relationship and be with a person to feel these things out to see if that person is the right person for you. If that person is not a yes man or yes woman and that person is ultimately bringing out the best in you. And I think this also ties back to our last um, our last episode where we talk about, you know, having a self-sufficient partner who has their own life, who has their own friends, who has their own beliefs, who is happy already. This way, when this person comes to you, their job is only to help you become a happier person. They're not the sole existence of your being they have an in, they have an outside identity that doesn't rely solely on what you have going on and i think those are how the happiest relationships 
uh, bloom and blossom. And I know that for me, when when I when I chose my wife and my wife chose me, like we literally did a strength finder test. Like we did an exam called the strength finder. Like she was like, we need to see what our common ground is, what our strengths are, because we've always been friends. So like we literally took a test. And we took a test to see what her strengths are, what my strengths are, what my weaknesses are, what her weaknesses are, and how we can balance and effectively work together. Because, again, a partnership is about how how two people can come together and make each other better. That's a partnership. Can I ask you a personal question? I might not give you an answer, but you can. I appreciate that. <laughs> Respect. Knowing, knowing you as well as I do and yeah. knowing how you have – you don't make – Light decisions. You don't no. take emotional decisions. You always plan and Absolutely. pick everything out. When did you know that Chantel was your partner? Like, when did you know she was your wife? Man, and that's a question I don't mind answering. Um, I knew, and I know this might sound really crazy, but um, I was working with a company, and I gave up a lot to work for that company. I got fired from that company, and I, I gave away all my clients at the time. Like, I literally... All of my soul income was coming from that experience. And when I lost that, that that basically removed everything I had. Like, you know, the theory was like, take your fucking carpet from underneath you. Literally everything that I had was invested in that company. And um, when I got let go of that company for some bullshit um, and some shadiness, um, I didn't have anything coming in. And she could have left me at that point. Like, you have nothing coming in. You have nothing. I was at my lowest uh financially for a little bit of time. I had to pick the pieces back up. I Not only did that, that the, the finances going low affected my mental state, it affected my level of, of being a friendly person. I was aggravated. I was, you know what I mean? I, I had lost everything. And opposed to falling back, she leaned into me in a way that I couldn't have expected her to because she didn't have to, but she chose to because we weren't even married yet. And uh, and I knew at that very moment that she was really about me and about us. Um, and this is why I always, I always encourage people and tell people that, like, you know, I, I know a lot of brothers that are like, yo, my money's not right. I can't get married or I'm, I'm still grinding. I'm figuring this out. I do want to be with Shorty, but I don't know if I could propose yet because I don't have it yet. I ain't, I don't got it. I don't got it the way I want to have it. You know what I mean? By the time I get to that level, I want to have X, Y, and Z. The same thing with kids. You People say, I want to have this before I do that. I want to have that. I'm not ready. And it's always it always ties down to a fucking thing. It's never really a mentality. So for me, um, I always tell people, like, sometimes you got to get with that person, and then y'all grow and y'all get it together. You feel me? Sometimes you got to get together to get it together. And, and Chantel helped me get it together when I lost it. And that's when I knew. You feel me? She wasn't. She could have left me. She's a beautiful, talented woman. She could have any any guy in the world, and she stuck it out with me, and she made me better for it. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, for sure, man. Salute all the way through to the whole fam that is in there, man. Yo, just to bring it back one real quick second to the whole your partner having to have something self sufficient inside of them. Yeah. Yo, the quickest way that I ever lost interest in anybody. I can't be your everything person. That's, that's never yeah. going to be something that I'm going to no. sign up for. No. If no. I got to be every box to yeah. check, 
Miss me with all yeah. of it. I want to be you your, your mother, your father, you your brother, your die. sister. Your, nah, sure. I don't do none of I'm not. I'm not George Michael. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not your father figure. Don't put your tiny hand in mine. You nah. gotta. You gotta have your. You gotta have your own friends. And if you don't have friends, you gotta be comfortable. You better have with a good yourself book. and that alone time. Yeah, exactly. You better yeah. have a strong, strong book. book game. You better yeah. read read Michelle Obama book cover to cover. <laughs> Understand. You need something it's, to do. It's the truth, man. Hey, don't come to me with an empty basket. You gotta have a hobby. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yo, your hobby better not be me. Yo, hobbies. Yo, let's talk about the importance of hobbies, man. Like, I think having a hobby is so important in today's day. Like, you never really talk about, you know, you, you rarely hear people talk about, like, yo, outside of my day to day life, or blah blah blah. Like, this is what I like, or this is what I'm getting into. Like, I'm trash at bowling, but bowling really makes you have me your feel own ball. Good. I have my own ball. I have my own shoes, and ever since I had my son, oh, I, I can't bowl. What? I got the, shoes. Got the shoes. They kind of look like you S. out there with the Air Brooks. You out there with the Air Brooks? Yo, yeah. They got a crown on them. From he the crown down, know. I do. Okay. Yeah. Kingpin. I do. And I like, so that's something that I would do by myself as a, as a form of therapy. I'm still active. I'm, I'm working on accuracy, uh, trying to connect my vision to the lines on the floor to get to the, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just something it's about all in the follow through, yeah, brother. Yeah. It's all in the follow through. I got, yo, you got to flick at the wrist. I got, I got my niceness back on them. Like, Tony could attest to that. Yo, you step back. back up. I step back okay. up. I'm back you're in the Back to bowling 100. Yeah, I'm back in the hundreds. Back I'm to over. bowling 100. No, no, I'm over. 101. 101. Shout out to 101, baby. Hey, let's give it up. Let's give it up for our guy. back in there. Let's give it up for our guy real quick. Yo, when you show up with all the gear and you can't hit that hundo, that's how you know. Look at Come on now. That's just like that dude to come out to the court where he got the shorts and the whole yeah. thing you know he trash but he trash. came back though he came back, yo, came and back. Yeah, yo, my I'm man back. got a shooting I'm sleeve back. on as long as yo, i use trash. the left arm we good out here he had it i told you just forget that you have a right hand <laughs> yeah. you yeah. all right yeah. man you out there point. crossing niggas over you got the left <laughs> troy's yeah. left hand yo, he, he bowls different <laughs> my left troy bowls differently game is troy strong. is putting it Troy's out here handling you. That's listen, hobby, listen, man. listen, yo, we're gonna get this collective bowling thing together. We're gonna let y'all know where we are. You wanna pull up, you don't even gotta be part of what we got going on. Come up. You want that smoke? Fred Flintstone Brooks is here for oh, it right now. I don't know if I can do it because I can't be seen in those shoes. What's, what, what's your hobby game, Kai? <laughs> uh my hobby game consists of all things creative. Uh art. Um like I love you see me, I'm in art galleries yeah, all the time. Yeah. Um fashion shit, creating fashion, uh, Aside from the court, of course. I mean, you know, I live in That's court. not a hobby. That's part of you. That's a, Exactly. That's I live a in the court. Um, nature. It's hard to find in New York, but when you do find it, like when you can go out and like hit a park or something and kind of sit back, I, like Central Park, um, stuff like that. Let's go like, to the Bronx. Yeah, I ain't going to the Bronx. <laughs> I got a zoo. Man. <laughs> Yo, I heard it's free on Wednesday. I might that's go there on a... Zoos you, make me sad, You don't even got to go to the zoo. Just walk up and down Fordham. It's a little wild out there. Ride that's the four five. <laughs> you know, that's a zoo. That's definitely a zoo. Nah, you ever take the A train back from, Chill, from yes. Harlem to Brooklyn in three in the morning? Now, that's... Remember that time? Zoo. Almost almost never made it home, fam. Remember that joint? Yeah, that's the zoo right there. <laughs> I spent yeah. I spent two hours on the train with a homeless cat. Like, we had to have... We had to talk. We had to chat. Had to have a conversation. Yeah. How your day going, brother? You know what I'm saying? Man, man, literally what happened. We sitting here, the train stopped, and I'm like, yo, my man, how you been, man? You good? Like, what's going on? Chill. He was like, I'm cool. <laughs> we had a chat. Nah. Yeah. If I'm on the train, first of all, something has gone, again, just like 
if I was having the Moet days on the weekend, yeah. if I'm on the train at 3 a.m. and it's stuck somewhere, something yeah. has gone severely wrong with my planning <laughs> at that point in time. Because it's going to get, it, it has maybe 20 minutes before I got to go real black summer on this yeah. shit. Yo. Because I'm ready to kick somebody in the chest. The show like so at, fire. at any moment. Yeah. You actually did that, though. You kicked I the did. dude in the chest. <laughs> so Yo, you're not supposed to say that. Fam, fam. I'm not out here living fam. a lot. Fam, we on, we, we, we live. Like, we man, don't, man, you don't know who that is who. I ain't living a lot. I guarantee, listen, if homie that he kicked in the chest listens to the show, he's thankful now. He's a fan. Yeah, it's one of those things. Shout out to getting kicked in the chest guy for supporting the show. Listen, I live a real life it's yeah. like i need to understand what your intentions are before yeah. you pull up on yeah. me <laughs> so so for those of you who don't know tony will kick you in the chest hey you don't want that smoke what size Anywhere. is that shoe size 15, 14 15. 15 right in your chest state you your name a, gangster you will get a size 15 nike <laughs> cortez right yo, inside the sternum sternum. Yo, shout that's out your to, whole shout sternum out. your xiphoid process gonna poop right out your butt shout out to our to our engineer miles man we gotta miles give miles a homie. major fucking shout out he's Always. the homie I, i've been doing this thing where i look at people and i guess their hobby and i look at miles and i say Knife thrower. He's got Fucking a gang of axe thrower. Maybe. I say, I say, anime point. Maybe. An- nah, <laughs> Come chill. On, Let's get man. right past the point. I'm trying. Listen, I want. I'm trying to get my man lit. I'm trying to throw the ladies in his direction. That's not going to do it for him. We anime right porn. I'm the, but, hey, I'm being honest. I'm put the truth out here. I see hente. <laughs> I don't even know why you know that so well, but I'm going to curb that whole situation. Hey. <laughs> He's the most interesting man in the room, I, I would say, in most rooms that, that he out. moves into. Tom, Tom, what's your hobby game I like? What are you doing? I in my day. I, I can't tell you that that's, that's here for me at all. I just, I want, you got to try it. I want to make sure that I separate enough space between what you just said and what I'm about to say. <laughs> you talking about so the one with the demons nobody... and the princess when the princess got... I don't know the people. I'm not about that life. I'm just saying I'm, I'm a man who's lived many lives, and I've looked at it once or twice just to see what's going on. I'm about out here, ex, you know, just you know, trying things out. Like Kyle I, had, said, I had a young lady friend that I knew a while back, and oh, um, where's this going? She wasn't. No, no, no. She made. She like drew it. Like she made it. Like she made anime porn. So it came from her mind. Yeah, she had an interesting mind. Tony, what's your hobby, brother? Shout out to y'all. I'm going to go ahead and say that this is the end of the Off the Strength podcast. Uh, It was fun while it lasted, guys. You know, I thought that we were were on to something good. We were going to move a lot of people, but apparently we're switching directions, and Tony will not be associated with this podcast anymore. I'd like to thank everybody that came with us on these 33 episodes in the beginning. And uh, <laughs> yeah, Tony's going to be surprised when the fucking the, like, the yo, ratings go through the goes roof. The roof. Hey, hey, I'm back in. Tony's hey. back in. Hey. Tony's got anime t-shirts. He's Tony. at Comic-Con. I'm here for it now. Purple hair and everything. Yo, Showing up. Tony's going to come out with a dragon suit. Yo, I'm with it. Yo. yo shout out to the furry community. <laughs> no, we're not shouting out none of this shit. Why do yo. you know so much of this? We're gonna talk what are you about doing on your time? Why are you not? Yo, shout out to all the LARPers. Out there. Yo, LARPing is real. Yo, I've watched definitions. so many LARPing episodes on YouTube, but it's, when they add the effects to it now, you know, now they add the effects to yeah, it. All right, so, so let me explain LARPing. Now we're not going to go into LARPing isn't a sexual Folks, thing. it's been a great episode <laughs> off the strength. Um, Corey's going to come back next week with all different types of animal-based shit that I'm never going to listen to. Uh, peace and much love to y'all. Till next time. That's that's it for me. <laughs> that's it for, for K.R. Jones. He's, he's checked out as well, too. Thank you.